This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everybody. Bahumia! Whoa. I am your Glenn, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. <laughs> Dragon Slayer who hates Glenn. That... <laughs> That player. <laughs> Very good. Glenn Hader would have also worked. Mm, yeah, no, that's it. That would have also good. worked. Ice skater, Glenn Hader. There Ooh, you so go. So many options. Uh, and then, of course, Emily Axford. Got a lump in me throat because of that Glenn note. Calliope Petricor. <laughs> You're better than that. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, Caldwell Tanner. Hip hopper, Glenn Bopper, Saul Buffo. Yeah, you bop should him. bop him. I'm bop him one. Petition to let Saul bop Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Sexually or otherwise. We'll find out. Sexually and otherwise. Yeah, we'll have to you see have if they have chemistry. You have my permission to go there sexually, but not my recommendation, right? Understood. Understood. <laughs> yeah, see that, how it plays. That was the end game, is to get uh, Saul and Glenn together. Mm, yes. I mean, if it... If you could break his heart, I know I can't. <laughs> what if we all take turns seducing him and breaking his heart? That would be fucking great for me, actually. <laughs> Foster, you're up first. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and do a little recap. So last time you awoke in the Undercity Castle and overheard Queen Umberspore asking about a message from her brother. She had sent a warning about the fake Void Elf raids and had not heard back. You approached her and offered to check up on it personally. Uh, she then okayed you taking Elzor along and together you made your way to the Fungi District where you used an edict from the Queen to bypass the Death Cap guards and yes. enter the Fungal Network for faster travel. <laughs> Just kind of skipped my thing. Yes, politeness squad. <laughs> Truth sayers. What can I do when they ask permission? They asked for it. 
Uh, there, you traveled underground with the help of branching fungi before encountering branches of the network that were sick and dying. Mm. Uh, you suddenly burst through the dirt into a pit with a young green dragon and its cohorts in the midst of poisoning the network. Uh, you were able to defeat them without too much trouble, and Callie managed to uh, raise the suspicions of one of the blue dragon elves uh, that the greens were secretly plotting against them. After he retreated from the battle, however, you found his body riddled with arrows before he could warn the rest of his allies. As you went to investigate it, Saul caught an arrow with a note attached to it, a note from Glenn that warned you not to meddle, little mice. You're amongst cats. Oh my! With a text, uh, he didn't even have the courage to show his face. The thing that really—the thing that really fucks me up—is yeah. that he already broke up with me, yeah. and so he went out of his way just to break up with me again. You can't do that. You can't uh, negate a breakup like that. You get double breakup. You can't double. I, I didn't even. Oh. Calder, can you double break up with someone? You can't. Okay. And he knows that. <laughs> he knows what he's doing, which makes it even worse. I mean, looking at this note, I'm just like, he's too good do you want to do you want to burn it do you want to punch it you do mean you have a little ritual if i were to burn it it would just like fill the air with his do you want me to go take a shit and wipe my ass with yes i do <laughs> sweet oh god he's doing it right here <laughs> and that's where we are now called taking a shit <laughs> can i do a poop check yeah of course, of course. <laughs> Brilliant dungeon court reference. <laughs> and I believe our uh, advice was not to uh, make mechanics for sure. Right. Well, let's pull up the right, poop but table. But we said you could do it one time. And right. this is the we most said you could do it one time. time. <laughs> Great. Give as, you, me... as long as your players wanted it. Yeah. And your players want it. Give me an athletics check, Calder. <laughs> athletics. Because you're in the woods. Right, and yeah. There's, there's so, some squatting involved. So presumably mm. this means that Calder is proficient in pooping. Yeah. <laughs> Today I am. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. That's a 26. <laughs> Jeez. It's, I don't even know. Calder al- takes an alarmingly quick shit. <laughs> Elzor looks and goes, oh my God, it's solid. <laughs> it's solid. You shit so fast. How? I'm really lucky you said that was cool because I had to go pretty bad. Yeah, that was the, the quickness of a watery shit with the consistency of... A high fiber shit. It's impossible. It's uh, like an icicle. I've never seen anything like it. What a rush. Let's do this every day. <laughs> oh, hold on. I really need to have a sincere moment with this because it's too <laughs> funny to me. Callie walks over to the note with the shit on it. And she she looks at the note as she looks at the shit smearing Jesus Christ. on on his letter she realizes like she's never gonna get what she wanted which is for him to show remorse or any sort of regret (laughs) and she shoves her boot into the shitty (laughs) why just everyone leave it bury it no that's that's what you call closure no that fucker's probably still watching he probably saw that shit happen and in this moment staring at Calder's shit on the note Kelly experiences character growth thank you And that's where we'll end our session. Great. End our series. Everybody. Thank you so much. That's a little premature, but three. we're not going to top it. Yeah, that's that. Um, I think that, that Emily should get a point of inspiration. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start incorporating those now. 
So, good God. Um, you all are in the living wood here, standing over the arrow-riddled body of this blue dragon elf. Mm. Uh, you've been yelling at Glenn. You've and been shitting else, on Mer? letters. And, and a shitty and a shitty note that Callie stepped in and now has called her shit on her boot. Yeah, and it's making her emotionally stronger. I'm proud of you, Callie. <laughs> Ellsworth. I, I hug Calder with his pants. <laughs> Elzor looks towards the lair where their uncle is likely poisoned. Oh, sorry. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, you do hear a, a commotion coming from further south, um, and Elzor. Uh, does look concerned and goes, I'm so happy for you, Callie, but um, that commotion, that's the direction of my uncle's lair. The poison, the poison from the network likely got to him. Okay. Calder pulls up his pants. <laughs> you definitely you needed to wipe You should have done that a minute ago. Also, the paper's not going to get all of it. You should get some leaves, man. Okay. All right. Well, you guys get started then. I'll, I'll run and catch up. All right. Sweet. Um, you guys all run off. Calder a little bit behind as he has to find some leaves to uh, finish up. Was that shit rest long enough for a short rest? Yeah, you guys. Okay, uh, actually, no. You know what? I'm not gonna. You guys did not get a short rest. Okay, if you'd cool. like to take a short rest, you can. You're gonna miss whatever's going on. I think on right Elzor's here. already mad enough at us. Yeah. <laughs> Elzor's uh, running off. Um, so you guys rush towards Shroomrot's lair and sort of hide out amongst the trees. Um, you see that there's a clearing up ahead leading to another small set of mountains, um, much kind of like the Shiver Blight Lair. There's basically a rock face with a cave mouth uh, sticking out of it. Um, and you do see outside of this cave mouth, um, there is a toxic green fog emanating from the cave. And you see deep elves are running out of it, hacking and coughing. Does not look like it was meant to kill them. Looks like it was meant to like herd them out. Mm. You see perched atop the cave mouth are blue and green dragon elf archers with their bows drawn. You see uh, down below, the blues have a sizable force here. You see two young dragons, one full adult dragon amongst riders on wormlings and dragonelles. Um, and as the deep elves are herded out of the cave. They are surrounded by blue elf troops uh, who disarm them and bind their hands, um, begin like taking them prisoner. And finally you see ushered out of the cave, surrounded by green dragon elf pikemen, um, is this massive dragon whose wings have been bound um, by his captors. He's got dull gray, blue scales covered in mushrooms that branch and have the appearance of looking like veins under skin, like blue and purple. Uh, he's got big jowls and red blood-stained eyes. Um, and you hear his voice sort of echo through this valley here going, What is the meaning of this? The deep elves have done nothing to the sapphire scale! You hear shouts from the crowd of all of these um, blue dragon elves shouting out, Justice for the High Prince Periwinkle! Justice for Periwinkle! <laughs> No. Um, <laughs> and Elzor uh, turns to you guys and goes, that's my Uncle Shroomrod. They have my Uncle Shroomrod. What, okay, what uh, can we do? Yeah, how do you want us to approach? Uh, if uh, we could free Shroomrod, I feel like that would turn the tides pretty easily, right? Yeah, I'm looking at that binding, wondering if we should just go ahead that. and give me um, perception or insight checks. That is a nat one. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 23. 11. Saul and Callie. 
you look down at this force. The Deep Elves have been disarmed. They are under the poison effect, outnumbered 10 to 1. Odds are really in the favor of the Blue Dragon Elves here. And freeing Shroomrot from the bindings wouldn't have... So Shroomrot looks like a large dragon, sort of like Queen Umberspore, Mm -hmm. like roughly as strong looking as Queen Umberspore, could potentially put up a good fight and probably beat this other adult blue dragon that's there. But even he's outnumbered. There's more blue and green dragons here. This is just a small outpost of, this is not like a whole undercity like Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Queen Umberspores. This is, what if Princess Shiverblight was a deep elf, essentially. Right. Although Shroomrot, you have no reason to think that he's a moron. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing those red eyes, though. It looks like maybe he partakes. But it's definitely a situation where um, uh, they're a small force that has just been invaded by the Empire, essentially. Okay. Um, You see Elzor's kind of unsure what to do, watching, and you guys see that uh, one dragon elf captain who kind of uh, sticks his nose up at everybody, uh, especially the deep elves, uh, his long silver hair, blue dragon mask, uh, long blue gloves. He walks along the neck of one of the adult blue dragons that extends its neck out uh, so that this guy can kind of use it as a staircase. Uh, And he walks down until he's standing face to face with Shroomrot. And as he speaks, he's kind of turning out and playing it up to the crowd. You say you've done nothing, Shroomrot, and that is exactly the problem. The High Prince Periwinkle (laughs) was killed last night and his fortress raided by Void Elves. You were allies to them once. Tell us where they're hiding. Shroomrot just foaming at the mouth, trying to get away from these pikemen that are holding him, and is going, That was centuries ago! I don't know where they are! The elf just scoffs. (laughs) And you are centuries old. Certainly you know how to contact your old friends, yes? If not, perhaps the High King's Inquisitors will jog your memory. Uh, And there's cheers throughout the crowd. Shroomrot just grits his teeth. And this guy goes... Very well. Onward, then, to the king's fortress. He claps his hands together, and all of the blue dragon elves begin marching with the deep elves. Okay. Okay. We have this blue elf costume. Right. Two, right? Two. I know what this blue dragon elf looks like. I can cast a sky self and go in this mask, and perhaps be on the inside to let them out if they get put in some sort of jail? I think, yeah, if we can wait until they're secured and they're on their turf and feeling comfortable in their victory, maybe that's when we can make our movement. And is there is there a way to send a message back to Queen Un- Umberspore? Yes, I, 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 think, I think I need to get my mother. The High King's Fortress is nearly 20 miles away. There's no way you'd be able to help Shroomrot and get to the summit. Unless we did it now, but I think that's pretty much a death wish. Okay. And I don't... You see, um, Elzor looks at uh, all the deep elves who've been captured and everything. If they wanted to kill them, they would have done it already. Mm. I think this is a show of force. If we start a fight right now, we better damn well be sure we can win or there's going to be a lot of death. All right. I mean, okay. it's your family, and I know that 
the most important thing is getting the egg back because it might be some sort of crazy weapon. Um, but if if you want to get on the spore right now, I'm I'm here. I'm standing next to you. I'm with you. Right. We're 100 percent behind you. Thank you. But I think this is all going to take time. Getting my mother and a fighting force together, getting down to the High King's Fort. This is going to be, I think, more of a political mission than a fighting one. Okay. 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 So I'm glad for that clear headed opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So you you go to your mother. We'll we'll go to the summit. Yeah. This seems like a job for a Prince X. Yes, unfortunately. Um, I, I wish I could help you more. I thought we'd be able to pick up some dragons from my uncle, but they've all been captured. You are a lot further south than you were, but you still need to head further southwest to be able to get to the summit. All right. Um, you see, they really frantically, their hands are shaking. Uh, they pull out like a piece of paper and begin drawing you guys uh, just like a quick map. It's really good. Thank you so much. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, yeah we already established that uh, Elzor is a brilliant artist. Um, really uh, does, uh, like Caldwell, uh, when he's doing like a quick doodle, just makes it way, wow, way too, you, way you nicer than you need to. You this. It's really engaging to watch you do this. Thank you so much. Yeah, and you're talking while you're doing it. That's really impressive. Yeah. You see, they uh, draw a map of the southern half of the living wood here. There's a layout of nine different blue dragon elf forts um, and they're kind of in a U shape or like a V with the high king's fort all the way to the south like you, the medallion on the necklace like the medallion on the necklace is a great way to think about it right. um, there's essentially a no man's land in the middle mm. um, that's kind of just blue dragon elf land where the chest here would be exactly <laughs> right yeah uh, so you a do have to trail. you do have to worry about people there but you don't necessarily have to worry about you know, these big adult blue dragons that have their own hordes and lairs. You don't mm. have to worry about that. Elzor explains that in order for you guys to get down past these blue dragon lairs, uh, to get to the area that the ruby scale was in, mm -hmm. to get to this summit, Beyond the um, you essentially have to go through this V and cut through at least like two blue dragon elf lairs. Okay. Like one on the one side of the V, one on the other side of the V, as you sort of bisect it. Is this a through. vicious V, would you say? <laughs> it's a pretty vicious V. They're pretty tight together. Right. Just try not to get lost in the V. <laughs> Never get lost in the V. Now, um, when, now when you say vicious V, I'm just thinking of Vent. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and Trenton. Saul's vicious V. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've talked about Vents. They're back. Although we just shit in a piece of paper. Everyone take mm -hmm. a moment and think about Vents. <laughs> but you do see that um, Elzor points to um, one of the forts that are nearest to where you guys are now and goes, this closest one is Periwinkle's Fort, which apparently was overtaken. All right, so that might be the quickest way through. Okay. And that way you'd only have to deal with one dragon fort essentially on the way out of the V. All right. Can you give us insight as to like what is the normal comings and goings of a fort if we were to pass through what would be like the least suspicious behavior right you could be patrolling guards scouts hunters uh they're essentially their own stone keeps with their own stone walls the high king's fortress is the biggest one of all but you don't have to worry about but that we, if we go in there being like we're fucking patrolling fuck the boys elves that would be like if you get caught right. and you pretend to be a blue dragon elf, that is probably a good way to go. Okay. All right. Well, good luck. I'm sorry I can't follow you any further. It's okay. You have your mission. We have ours. Right. We'll see you again. 
Are you going to be okay traveling back by yourself? I hope so. I believe only the one half of the Spore Network was poisoned. I might take a little damage going through, but sometimes you got to take a few dirty spores to get to the good ones. I think, <laughs> Hell yeah to that. I think that your desire to reunite with Iggy will be strong enough to get you there. I also would feel more comfortable if Igneous was here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, Deep Elves Rock, Duck Team sucks. <laughs> I, I slap them on the back uh, and give them guidance. Thank you. Uh, Deep Elves Rock, Duck Team sucks. Damn right. Keep sucking, guys. Duck Troop <laughs> these days, but whatever. Right. What, <laughs> <laughs> duck Troop poops. Oh, God. <laughs> Please don't let that catch on. <laughs> you see, um, it's too late. It's I too love late. It. <laughs> Elzor uh, runs off uh, towards the network, back towards uh, where you killed uh, the green dragon. Okay. Okay. Um, I think um, while we're here, is it so stupid just to take one second to just see if there are any void elves around? Should we just kind of whisper? (laughs) Yeah. Whisper under rocks and trees? Whisper and be like, he wants to clear your name. Right, any void elves here? We think you're really cool. Uh, give me a na- give me a nature check. That one. Okay. <laughs> I found one. <laughs> it's, Whoa! It's what is that? Note with Calder shit yeah. on it. <laughs> it was on my shoe. <laughs> that certainly looks like it came from the void. The voided elf. Yeah, you think for a second that you see a void elf hiding. It's just the uh, elf that was riddled with arrows right next to oh, yeah. Glenn's no. note covered in shit. <laughs> okay, worth a try. So, uh, Calder, do you think with your uh, massive and getting bigger everyday frame that you'd be able to even fit into one of these blue elf costumes? Um, I mean, is it a medium? <laughs> I checked the tag. It's an extra small. Hmm. Mm, not quite my size. Right. It's close. So I think we'll hang back, and if we get into a rough situation, Callie can uh, disguise herself. Yeah, I, Sweet. I, I'll I say, put on the... Great. Blue elf. Mm-hmm. Callie, you put on the um, blue elf mask. You put on a blue elf cloak. Oh, wait, um, do we have two costumes or just? You guys have. One. You guys have three. Oh, we have. Three. Yeah, you yeah. killed really? one green elf yeah. and two blue elves. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Is any are any of them a size uh, medium to large? All of them would look very small on you, but you're mm-hmm. welcome to. I mean, it's a mask, so it's not going to be the mask isn't going to be that awful. It's mm-hmm. kind of a look though to yeah. like wear something kind of small for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes you look like a professional athlete. I, I'm, then I'm definitely doing it. <laughs> Sweet. Let uh, me go for that customized character look where you're just wearing a mask in a cutscene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, sweet. So you guys all, uh, uh, Saul, are you putting a mask on or anything? I I guess I'll put one on, but like if you get more than 20 feet in front of me, you're yeah. definitely going to know what I am. Totally. I'll say Calder and Saul uh, probably hang back a little bit yeah. as Callie uh, walks ahead and she will do sort of the stealth checks right. first. Um, and she is looking quite like a, a blue dragon elf. Yeah. With these masks on, we do kind of look like a dance troupe, though. That's <laughs> true. I really stifle the desire to dance. <laughs> Don't stifle it for too long. Let's do some silent... Oh, shit, Maeve is coming out. <laughs> wow, I didn't know Doug DeVirgin could tap dance. <laughs> tap dancing? What kind of tap dance troupe has masks? I assumed you were tap, break dancers. Tap dancing in, in, in a mask. ice skates. <laughs> Wait, he doesn't have ice skates on. He often yeah, does. He often does, true. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Okay. Um, so you guys take off through the woods, um, heading far enough west that you aren't keeping pace with the marching blue dragon elves who are heading further south. Oh, I'm really fucked up. 
Oh, you guys can take a short rest, okay. certainly. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, take a moment to take a short rest. Uh, probably not a bad idea for you guys to put some separation between you guys and the Blue Elf army as well. Okay. I think as we're going, can I just be using my divine sense here and there, just in case there's any celestial fiends or mm. undead? Yes. I oh. have six of them. So just like as I'm going, I might use it sometimes. Shoot them out. Sweet. Uh, you've got Divine Sense going. You guys hike for a while, occasionally having to find uh, different routes and hiding when you hear patrolling dragon elves nearby. I'll say Callie kind of throws her hand up to let you guys know when she hears somebody up ahead. Um, you guys occasionally see like uh, dragons or dragon elves or, you know, dragon riders going by overhead. The forest is definitely on high alert. There was apparently some big attack on High Prince Periwinkle. Um, but we as know who did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as you guys get closer to Periwinkle's fort, you notice that things begin to die down. And as you approach, I'll say, Callie, you're the first one to yeah, approach. I'm nosy. I'm go, eavesdropping. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Because you guys do have to like cut through this, essentially. Yeah. 15. You find the ruins of a huge keep and stone castle walls. And I say ruins... Because not only has this place been destroyed, it looks like it's been here for hundreds of years. Like the forest is swallowing it. The mostly collapsed castle walls are covered in moss. Smaller broken down buildings beyond it are blanketed in grass. Uh, The roof of the um, keep has completely caved in. You could see sunlight coming through its broken windows and flowers growing all around it. Hmm. I pick a flower. Kelly, you pick a flower? You see that it's a little sunflower. Mm. Mm. How long have you been here? You see, this sunflower does not respond, but you do see that Foster starts to perk up. Mm. Feathers start going up on his neck, starts getting bigger, eyes are turning red. Um, And I'll say at this Mm. point... Calder and Saul. You guys don't see anyone around. Calder and Saul, would you like to approach with Callie? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Do we need to make a roll or can we just... Uh, go ahead and give me investigation checks. Ooh, nat 20. Woo! Ooh, detective kill day. <laughs> Good Shout for you. Shout out to the two crew. I got a two. Okay. Ooh. So Callie, you are trying to talk to the sunflower <laughs> and are maybe a little distracted as you see uh, Foster starts to, starts to puff up. Saul and Calder, Mm -hmm. you guys start to walk around the ruins of the fortress here. And you see... The frogs into your homes. Continue. (laughs) Continue. Continue! (laughs) The frogs into your... The frogs into your homes. The watts into your homes. Good Lord, Caldwell. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't need to dwell on it is the thing. I just said it (laughs) Now we have to. I genuinely Jesus just, Christ. I just I just don't think I it's worth this level of attention. I, Frankly, I didn't it was, hear it. The funny part too is that Colwell said it at Jake and Jake did not get it and was nervously laughing. Yeah. It was a little I gift was, for Jake, and honestly, it was not for either of you. Was allowed, I truly didn't hear it. I was also mid description. I was also speaking. 
<laughs> you said, let the frog God. into your home. Let's just, yeah, let's yeah, just keep it. And I was like, God, I just why are you saying the frog homes? What? I just think it would be great if we could keep moving. <laughs> yeah, we can keep going. I'm really excited to hear the story. So. Elementary, dear frogs. You, you guys. <laughs> don't, man. Callie takes out the shit note. <laughs> Holmes and Frogson walk around the grounds. You see, buried in the grass here are a bunch of skeletons, dozens of them. They've got rusted halberds, same kind of weapons that you saw the dragon elves have before. These were likely soldiers of the fort. Uh, there are also large skeletons of dragons, wow. a- including a huge one that's sort of hanging off the side of the fort that looks like it leapt up to maybe jump out and fly or jump out to fight. It looks like a field of fossils. Does not wow. look like a fresh kill. Can I try something? Yeah. Um. Do I see any frogs or toads around? Go ahead and give me a nature check. 14? 14. I'll say you don't see any in this immediate area of the fort. Okay. This, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like maybe Glenn Fear is learning what his weapon can do. Can I cast Detect Magic Mm. on what's happened here? Yeah. You cast Detect Magic, and there is residue of, of magic all around here. Powerful Conjuration magic. Conjuration. And divine magic. Divine, okay. Oh. But like fey divine, right? Do I sense Oberon, the wild? You sense some kind of connection to the wild. And as you cast detect magic, you see that most of the people who are dead here are fossilized already, are skeletons. Uh, and look like they've been here for a long time. I don't believe that. You also see a few bodies that are newer looking. You see that they have steam coming off of them. And when you look beneath their cloaks, you see that their skin is melting. Yikes. Okay, well. And suddenly you hear... A boom of thunder. Everyone go ahead and give me con saving throws as you feel your eardrums rattle and you begin to lose your balance. Nat 20. Oh, nice. Yes. A six. 17 for me. Callie and Calder take half damage. Mm -hmm. Saul, you take full damage. It's just nine damage. So uh, four for each of you guys. Saul's like, I think I see a frog over there. Ah! (laughs) You guys see a black cloud gathers overhead. The trees sway as tornado winds whip around the ruins. Rain pours down. Instant torrential downpour. Uh, You notice rain hitting the face of one of the newer dragon elf bodies, causing their skin to quickly melt away. Uh, And as you look, uh, you see your own cloak sizzling. Uh, You are caught in the middle of a storm of acid rain. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. We gotta go. Get cover. Damn it. 17. 16. Okay, so first thing that's going to happen as the rain comes down, this effect is for 360 feet. We're going to roll a D100 uh, to see basically how far into the storm you guys are to see how far you need to run to get to the other side. Uh, So go ahead and roll me a D100. 42. Okay, we're going to do your roll plus 50. 
Um, so you guys have just a little bit over 260 feet to get to the other side. Um, so lair action, first things first, everybody go ahead and give me a con saving throw uh, for this acid rain. Okay, all right. Mm, can I stick with the nat 20 I got before? For? I was just trying. <laughs> Actually, can I use Emily's nat 20 for me? Yes, yes, definitely. All right, cool. I, I got, I got a nat 20 two. like two days ago. Can I use that one? I got a two this time, so Great. shout out to the two crew. I, I got a 13. 17. 17. Okay. Saul passes. Oh. Everyone else takes 22 damage. Saul, oh you take 11 God, damage. Why didn't Ooh. I crit on that one instead of the one that saved me four hit points? Um, I, I'm going to use Stone's Endurance and shake off nice 16 points. Sick. That. Uh, uh, yeah. You begin to um, grow icicles around you, uh, turn into this ice block that is quickly melting I'm, away as I'm the melting. acid rain is hitting you. <laughs> I'm melting. <laughs> on initiative 18, you see Foster eyes glowing red, jumps up, begins flapping, uh, flies behind you guys, opens his mouth. You see a red aura comes out, like almost like a dragon's breath, uh, like a beam, and casts some kind of magical enchantment on the three of you as you're running. You don't know what it does yet. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Did you eat a bad potion? (laughs) Good duck. This is the natural evolution of whatever the fuck Foster has been doing, just flying with his mouth open like he's got a red flashlight on you guys doing something. I guess you had some character growth too. Uh (laughs) Unless Uh, this is bad and we need to take you to the vet. (laughs) Uh, Callie, that's your turn. Okay. So you gotta get 260 feet. Okay, um, I guess I'm just gonna run and chug a potion as a bonus action because I'm not in a good way. Sick, okay. So dash action, you get 60 feet. Callie is at 200 feet. After Callie's turn, that is Saul's turn. Okay, if I take the dash action as a bonus action on my turn. You get even further. Right, so I can like run my full movement and then take the dash action as a bonus action. Can I also run further? You can also dash with an action. Yeah. Okay, so I can double dash. Yep. I could do a- You can Mario Kart Mario double, double dash, dash it for sure. Get those blue sparks going, boys. All right, um, so that's what uh, Saul is going to do. Um, Saul drinks through his skin, so this hurts a lot. <laughs> oh, just, you guys see Saul is just sizzling <laughs> and, and gagging. <laughs> what, 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 what? Okay, do the red light thing entirely on Saul. Yeah, it tastes like drinking 100 quick waters at once. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's going to be, my uh, speed is 45, so that's going to be 90 plus 135? Yeah, 135. Dude, you get halfway out. <laughs> you are Just 125 feet away from the Full Kermit hands as I run. Uh, <laughs> after Saul's turn, that's Calder's turn. All right, I am going to bonus action cast Expeditious Retreat, grow ice skates on my feet. Sick. Mask on my face, jazz hands (laughs) at my sides. Just (laughs) melting track jacket. (laughs) No, I just bought this. They were expensive too. Um, So yeah, so that allows me to double Mario Kart double dash. Sick. All right. So, uh, so you have 30 feet of movement, so you yeah. can dash with a bonus action. So you go 90 feet. Oh, yes. Wow. This is great. So you guys are rushing, Foster flying behind you. Uh, you see he extends the beam uh, to catch Saul as Saul continues running. At the top of the round, you guys see the black cloud swirls and crackles with energy as three huge lightning bolts shoot at you like a javelin thrown by God. Go ahead and give me deck saving throws. 
Yes. God. 23. 24. Uh, 14. Saul, you fail. Uh, so you guys see uh, Saul is running so fast, uh, mm. can't be as dexterous as he normally is, gets hit fucking head on by this lightning. Wah! However, Foster's um, beam gives you guys resistance to this type of damage, whatever Ooh. is causing this. Ooh. And uh, Saul's just going to take half. Um, I normally take half from a dex save if I fail. Sick. So all of you guys are just going to take a quarter. Amazing. Feels good to be in the spotlight. <laughs> this uh, one. <laughs> so hit by this lightning bolt only does 10 damage. That's great. That's halved and halved again. However, you need to roll new con saves for the acid rain. Ah. That's a fail. Ooh, that is a nat 20. Oh. Sick. Uh, 16. Callie, because of Foster, you take 16 damage, half to eight. Uh, Calder and Saul, you guys just take four damage. Okay. Uh, after that lair action, um, that is Foster's turn. Foster keeps doing what he's doing. Callie, that's your turn. Dash, baby. What else is there to do? Sweet. Uh, that's another Dash. 60 feet. Um, I might also need to take another heal. Yeah, I might need to take another okay. healing. Uh, Callie chugs a potion as she runs, uh, trying to avoid getting your mouth in the acid rain. After Callie's turn, that's Saul's turn. Yeah, this sucks for Saul. Saul's going to continue to run. Sick. Um, Saul, if you can dash as a bonus action, you straight up break out of the threshold of rain. Saul makes the uh, toad when he hits the gas noise. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and burst through. Absolutely double dashes out. Saul rolls um, past uh, this threshold of rain. Um, that is Calder's turn. Uh, I will also double dash. Sweet. Calder, you go another 90 feet. That takes you 80 feet away from the exit. At the start of the round, the winds become so strong that it begins lifting rocks from the nearby ruins. Whoa. Large trees sway and bend back. Uh, saplings are uprooted. The wind is so bad that it is now difficult to rain. So everything takes uh, <laughs> twice as long. In there. Uh, Saul, you're on the outside. This looks completely insane. It's just this contained storm that is only around this area. This looks completely insane. <laughs> uh, yeah, Saul, you just see this fucking wind wall in front of you. Um, as these guys are just getting pounded by wind. Hey, don't be in there. Nothing gets past you, Frogson. <laughs> There's also two new bolts of lightning that come down in you guys. Deck saves. 16. Okay, 16 passes. 21. Okay. So halved because you passed, halved again because of Foster. That is 10 damage. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me con saves for the acid rain. You fail again. I fail again. Okay. I think I do too. 12. Okay. Both fail. Foster halves it to 11. Okay. How are you looking? I should maybe heal this turn instead of uh, dashing as a bonus action. Uh, oh, wait. No, no, I know I'm almost take, out. You can take them as a bonus action. Oh, right. Yeah, you're almost out. Yeah. All right. Um, after uh, Foster keeps doing the same thing, he's like a fucking phantom just flying through this acid rain, not affected <laughs> at all. Uh, it is not even hitting him and like sizzling. Just going through them. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. Callie, that's your turn. Yeah, I think I just got to dash and take a potion. Okay. So you dash, you get just your movement speed. Yeah. So you are 90 feet away. Is it cool if I take another potion? I'm going to go down if I don't. <laughs> They're all yours. Great. Can you, can Callie, can you run to me? Can you jump on my back? Uh, I don't think so because you've been, you've been moving so much mm. faster. Fuck. Uh, yeah. You are just 10 feet away from Calder right now. Calder, if you backtrack a little bit, you can grab her on your turn, certainly. Okay. There you go. Um, you see she's falling a little bit behind because she's lighter than you. Uh, Saul and Callie are a lot smaller than you, Calder. 
You feel the wind uh, beating down on you, slowing you down as you run. It feels like you're running in slow motion. Callie's starting to get like picked up and floating away. Uh, that is your turn. She's 10 feet behind you. All right, can I just do kind of like a skate backwards thing for just a, a brief <laughs> second so she can catch up? You skate backwards for a hair. That costs you 20 feet of movement to get 10 feet. All right, yeah. You got to do it for the for the vibe. I cool. put myself out there like our figure skaters. I'm like ready. Oh my gosh, they're doing the routine. Ready to do a duet. Oh my God, we do a triple axel. Great. I toss Kelly in the air. You toss Kelly in the air. You scoot, you, she begins to fly away into the tornado. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then I'll keep on. I'll keep on keeping on. Sick. Uh, yeah, you grab onto Callie. You keep on keeping on. Um, you have a bonus action dash. Okay, so you can do ninety feet total, which mm. is lower to forty-five, which you lost twenty feet. So you got oh you boy. get twenty-five feet further. So you are at. <laughs> 65 feet away from the exit. Uh, yeah, Saul, you were just watching this wind <laughs> whipping around, uh, crazy lightning, like targeted lightning. Like the bolts are coming down and trying to hit the humanoids that are down here. Saul looks at a frog on the ground and says, I didn't run. I wasn't scared. <laughs> uh, after Calder's turn, that's back up to the lair action. I need new con saves for the acid rain. That's a fail again. It's a 15. 11. Okay, 15 also fails. Two fails. 14 half to seven because of Foster. Yes. Seven damage. Foster, uh, I'm we gonna have to talk about these new powers. <laughs> Deck save for lightning as two new bolts come down and hit you guys. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Nat 20. This N- dice. Damn. Nat 20. You've got so many 20s on that dice. Dude, I'll say nat 20. You're hanging on to Cali. You guys just dodge out of the way. You guys oh, get yeah. out of the way. Yeah, so baby. Woo. However, the wind is picking up even more so. Go ahead and give me a strength saving throw to not get blown back. Okay. Uh, and I'll say uh, Calder can do it with advantage with help from Callie because okay. you guys are you guys are a lot heavier now. All right. Should probably just use the helm, man. Uh, that is a 19. Uh, 19 <laughs> passes. <laughs> just instantly use the helm. You do have two charges on there from uh, last episode. Fucking ultras. <laughs> uh, you do manage to keep going. Uh, that is Callie's turn. Okay, I'm on Calder's shoulder, so I think I'll just give you a bardic. Sick. Thank you. You give Calder a bardic. uh, You inspire him. Calder, you're just pushing against the winds. Uh, You hear Ultras in your mind go, yes, yes, giants versus the elements. Is that for me or Callie? That's for me. (laughs) I see. I've been in a wall for a long time. (laughs) All right, well, enjoy this, buddy. Uh, That is, uh, I mean, Saul, it's your turn. Can I also, sorry, can I also, um, since I do have an action, because I'm just on, um, I would like to press to digitation a shower of sparks to really add to our figure skating routine. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Saul, for his turn, is going to put on a hat that says coach. And he's going to say, come on. <laughs> you guys just insist on taking my cool action movie and turning it into Blades of Glory starring yeah. Will Ferrell. Sweet. Uh, after Saul, that's Calder's turn. Calder, you've got Callie on your back. You've got 65 feet to go. Mm-hmm. With Expeditious Retreat, you can go 90 feet, which is 45 feet. So you're now 20 feet away. 20 feet away. Uh, you, can, you can see your coach in the distance. <laughs> Let's go. Skate hard, skate fast, skate strong. Um, <laughs> as he yells those encouraging words, I'm going to need new con saves for the acid rain. Pouring down um, track jackets are just really no. bad. No. Uh, 18. Shout out to the two crew. 
18 have to nine by Foster. So Calder takes nine. Callie, you just take four. Woo! Deck saves for the lightning coming down. <laughs> 18 again. Passes. 14. 14 fails. Oh, you could bardic that. Oh, yeah, I could bardic that. Okay. 18. Passes. Nice. Okay. Nice. 16, have to eight by Foster, turns just to four. You guys both okay. take four. Uh, that is, oh, give me a strength saving throw with advantage as you're pushing. You're pushing. You're almost there. Just to be clear, we've been getting struck by lightning, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> oh. Our track jackets are going to be so fashionably distressed. <laughs> That's a 13. 13 is a fail, Calder. Oh, I no. need you to go ahead and roll me 2d10. And why? What the fuck's that? And hope you roll low. Back, we up. All right. Five. Four. Nine. Nine feet. Yeah. Plus ten. Nineteen feet back. Oh. We're now thirty-nine feet back. That is back to Callie's turn. Okay. I think I'm just along for the ride. Yeah. Uh, Callie, I pressed the digitation more sparks. Callie, you hang on. Sparks everywhere. Calder fighting against the wind gets blown back a little bit, uh, but then grabs onto the earth just like he's climbing a mountain going up against this wind. I guess, can I use my action to like do like an arcana check or a nature check yeah. or an insight or something? Yeah. I've got a pretty good view because I've um, got the best seat in the house. I squeeze my thighs against Calder's neck. <laughs> Just like I taught you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to do Arcana to tr- try and see if I recognize this magic at all. 19 on the dice plus one Sick. plus zero becomes 19. Great. Callie, you're thinking about it. You're kind of taking this all in as you look around. You see divination magic, conjuration magic. Something is being conjured by a god, essentially. Um mm. Judging by some of the bodies that you saw, you infer that these bones that you saw when you first got there were probably part of the initial attack. Whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck happened here, those were the bones. Mm -hmm. The bodies that you saw that just had like parts of them melted out and stuff look like they were killed by some kind of aftershock thing like what is happening here. Okay, and does this feel like this event is like an aftershock would be sort of like a lingering unintentional thing. Is that this, or is this like a, a, t- a different attack? I'll say with your divine sense, you get the sense that this land is calling it cursed implies that this is like an evil deity or something, but mm-hmm. it's more of like a neutral thing. It's just the earth is eating this land. It's been touched it's just by this it. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a lingering. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, can I also look at Foster? Yeah. And like use my 19 Arcana check on whatever's going, like what he's doing on us. Foster looks like he was meant to protect you from this. You were born for this, Foster. Wow. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Very productive. Keep running. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the coach's turn, Saul. Uh, I will just um, stick my tongue 10 feet out. Oh, uh, to help reel him in and yeah. get a strength saving throw? <laughs> Sick. Uh, Calder, that's your turn. I think I am going to continue this double dash, the expeditious retreat, and as I get close to the edge, start doing the, um, the skating spin. Right. Just so we can... <laughs> Kind of end on a high note. Builds up yeah. momentum. Yeah, right. More sparks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, You're going, okay. you see in slow motion Calder running against this insane wind. 
just on fire from being hit by several lightning bolts, um, is just covered in a melting track jacket and sizzling, begins spinning super slow and losing footage as he's almost running backwards. Uh, but finally, Toss me in the air, and then I get electrocuted. Yeah, oh, and get caught by Saul's tongue on the other side. Uh, yeah, you guys grab onto Saul's tongue. You guys pull yourself through, um, and you crash through. Uh, the other side of this barrier of acid yeah. rain. And we look to the judges to see if that's good enough. <laughs> uh, and uh, the, Foster, the Foster lands, <laughs> puts his wings out. A perfect 10. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it before. <laughs> That'll be a goose egg. So you guys see as soon as you pass this boundary of rain, the rain abruptly stops. Behind you, the sun just begins shining again. The trees creak and right themselves as the wind calms from a hurricane to a soft breeze. Was that all from the egg? I'm so fucking hurt. I'm also really. <laughs> oh yeah, I here. Took three <laughs> potions and I'm still hurt. Saul gives uh, each of you a, a paper cone of potion and pours it <laughs> into your mouth. Great. <laughs> I make it freezing cold and I <laughs> bottoms that thing down. So. You guys find yourselves in a patch of forest in the literal and metaphorical eye of the storm. There are blue dragon elf forts uh, in all directions, but there are none here in this no man's land in the center of the southern living wood. You are in the middle of the V, between the lines right now. In the chest air. In the chest air. <laughs> We're in the chest air. We're in the tangle. <laughs> um, but yeah, you see this whole area like that was just so inhospitable that was... Essentially, that nature trying to kill you goes back to normal. Wait, can I just talk to you all about something I've been thinking about? Yeah, of course. It's like these three eggs were made to, like, prevent the wild from, you know, becoming too civilized. And, like, mothership is not good. We don't like mothership. But it's sort of like the other end of the spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. It's, like, too civilized, right? It's, like, society on speed, nature on speed. Mm -hmm. So... Part of me feels like, yeah, these eggs are scary, but they could be the only thing to stop mothership. Because we need the balance of the two things in between. I just have had that thought. Because we like pivoted and we're like, oh, these eggs are dangerous. But then I was like, but I don't know. I just was thinking about it. I I mean, no offense to you, Foster, but he seems like some sort of weird marriage of the two. He's unnatural in some ways, orderly in others. He's like some sort of form of controlled chaos that seems... Similar to the Feywild, but similar to things that I've seen in Mothership as well. See, uh, Foster's eyes go from red to regular, and he just waddles over, (laughs) and then he sits, hiding his feet. (laughs) Foster, you are so fucking cute. Okay, well, I just had to get that off my chest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're all feeling kind of similar. Right, yeah. Great. Now, do we know, was, was this... Glenn's egg, or is this one of the other eggs? Do we know what's happening? I, I mean, it seems like it has to be whatever hatched from the egg did I, this. I hope that something hatched, and this isn't just the raw power that you get from having the egg in your possession. Can I do an arcana check on what Sol just said? Yeah. Shout out to the two crew. <laughs> <laughs> 
you can't really make heads or tails. You're distracted by how cute Foster looks right now. It's just like his feet disappear beneath his feathers. Why does he even have feet? He can fly. God, you're so cute. Adorable. For swimming. <laughs> well, whatever it is, we got to track it down. Yeah. Real quick. Let's just keep going. And hope this. that Foster gets more and more cool abilities that can neutralize this egg. Yeah. Foster. Yeah. Foster, I'm putting you through the ringer, bud. Uh, Saul lowers his coach hat and then slaps Foster's tush. <laughs> Foster gets up, starts waddling around. Forgot yeah, what so you call a duck's ass for a second. So you guys know that um, the summit that is happening is happening tomorrow. So you do have a night before that, um, but you do have some ground to cover before you get there. I'd also love to get to where the summit's going to be. Stake get it out. eyes on it. Mm-hmm. And then Sleep figure. nearby. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore. And you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Um, As you guys kind of prepare to keep on trucking, uh, go ahead and give me perception checks. 17. 17 as well. Twins. A flat 10. Okay. Triplets. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) As you guys turn to leave, you catch 
a quick glimpse of a dragon elf in a black mask. <gasps> Looks like they were hiding, but moved slightly once they saw what direction you were in. Let me sniff the air. Does it smell like a green elf, though? Mm. That would be like an arcana check to, I guess, try to sense. With your, like, paladin abilities, it's almost like a divine sense. Yeah. Divine sniff. A divine sniff. Divine sniff. <laughs> yeah, give me an arcana check for a divine sniff. <laughs> Three. Three. Uh, you have no clue if this is a... I think I'm congested. <laughs> let's, can we try, let's just try the audio version that we were doing before. Yeah. Uh, we are friends to void elves. We want to clear your name. Yes. We do not avoid the void. Go ahead and give me a group persuasion check. Mm. Uh, One person, make a roll. Yeah. (laughs) So loud. So all of those dice rolls count towards the final. You just threw your dice into a pile of other dice. Chuck check. (laughs) That's the chuck check. Are any of those good? Um, They all count. They all count. I didn't roll great, but it becomes a 15. 15. You see uh, a tall dragon elf peers around the side of a tree, the black mask uh, poking out a bit. You got those masks on, but you don't look like dragon elves. You a, you a friend of the blues and the greens? Uh, uh, no. no. Yeah, we hate those guys. Certainly not. Yeah. Yeah. We, we You might notice uh, the blood staining all of our garments. Yeah, that's we made them bleed that. I take oh. off my mask and I flick it in the eye. Like, that's <laughs> how I feel about them. You you flick the mask, uh, blood splatter uh, comes off of the mask, um, and you see uh, this dragon elf uh, pokes out and goes, well, shit, if you're out here killing blues and greens, then we're probably friends. My name's Bumpy. <laughs> let's, let's work with that theory. <laughs> Hi, Bumpy. Uh, you see uh, this tall, gangly uh, void elf uh, comes out from... Uh, behind the tree, uh, scraggly beard, stringy brown hair, long olive-colored uh, cloak over dirty leather armor. Um, you do see that um, kind of much like you guys uh, kind of sizzling from being hit by lightning and getting like <laughs> fucked up. It looks like he was probably caught in this storm. Um, as uh, Bumpy kind of walks out and is waving to you guys, though, you do see two other void elves. These guys look a little bit more serious. Uh, They're brandishing bows. They pop out and stop Bumpy. um, And they point the bows at you guys. And they go, damn it, Bumpy, don't be so fucking trusting, man. Aims it at you guys. (laughs) What the hell Uh, are you doing here? We're just Bumpy's friends. We're just friends of Bumpy. Yeah, look, they killed the guys and they put on their masks. Yeah, that was canonically established, so. (laughs) They got blood on the mass and at the very least they're enemies of our enemies which is kind of a friend we are bumpy buds it's clear to say all right you're bumpy buds and that's great but you gotta understand where we're coming from because there's people impersonating us there's people trying to kill us and trying to find our crick wait the crick i thought that you lived in some sort of like black hole no no the we, we're called the Void Elves because they say we come out of nowhere, but we come out of the crick. Where's the crick? I thought it disappeared. No, it's... It's... I, don't tell them where the fucking crick is, Bumpy. 
I'm not supposed to tell you where the creek is. You're not supposed to tell anybody where the creek is, Bumpy. Listen, you all seem nice, but why should we trust you when everybody's trying to find us? We, okay, hey, that is... We know all about that. Uh, I'm gonna lay down my sword. Mm-hmm. Just so they know we're not threatening. Yeah, I put my hands in the air. Yeah, uh, you, you guys lay down your weapons. You see that uh, the two other Void Elves kind of look at each other and then look at Bumpy and then um, put down their bows. Uh, You see uh, Bumpy kind of does a conciliatory like bow, like apologizing for them and goes, this here is Petrie and Junior. They're just being careful. We're out here to investigate all the fake attacks that have been happening. And then we stumbled on this and got caught in the storm. Oh, yeah, that, that happened to us as well. We're all quite singed. Uh, these yeah. used to be beautiful track jackets. <laughs> you see, as Bumpy gets uh, uh, walks over uh, to inspect the track jackets, uh, to um, like kind of also to like officially like meet you guys. Like he's yeah. kind of uh, there was like a mini standoff with uh, Petrian Junior. Um, you see these guys walk over to kind of actually introduce themselves to you guys, um, and you see that as they get close, Bumpy kind of does a double take on Saul. Saul looks behind him. What do you see? Saul Bufo? What? Wait, yes? But how do you... Huh? What, how do What's you, it you, been? 30 years? I'm 29. 30 years, Saul <laughs> Bufo! What? How do Me you, and this guy went on some adventures back in the day. <laughs> you cheated My on Albert? You adventured with someone else? I, I don't... I don't know this guy. Petrie uh, Jr. Duck Troop, Duck Troop, I don't know this freaking guy. I'm getting a really weird vibe. <laughs> I'm not getting a weird vibe at all. I feel like if I fucking went on adventures with this guy, I'd be telling everyone. Yeah. And if I didn't remember, I'd want to know about it. Yeah. It's, it's Bumpy. I'm jealous of myself, apparently. You Bumpy rules. You but don't I don't remember old Bumpy. I don't remember you. You like, don't look a bit different. You have kept it tight, my friend. <laughs> what are you talking about? Bumpy, I don't, I don't know you. I've, I've lived in Mothership my whole life. I've lived in Esri. Go ahead and give me insight checks. God damn, that 20. <laughs> Calder, you see a moment of profound sadness on <gasps> Bumpy's face. Uh, and then he uh, kind of recovers. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. But uh, you got you got away from there. So all, that's why we... From Hezri? Yeah, that's what you were, that's what you told me. I mean, it's been a long time. Old Bumpy's been around for a minute, but I I don't forget a face. Your name's Saul Bufo, right? That's right. That's the only name I've ever had. When do you say you knew me from? 30 years ago. As far as I know, I'm not even that old. This is so weird, but can I do like, um... Like a medicine or nature check to see if Saul is older than he thinks he is. Can you check yeah. my bones? Yeah. For rings. Check his I bones. check his bones. Check his fucking bones. Saul, I need to break a bone. What? Ah! 19 on the dice. Nice. So, I mean, nature, it would add nothing but 19. Okay. Saul seems like a regular adult bullywug. So it seems like he's the age that. Seems like he's the age that he thinks he is. But you guys also. 
duck team at the beginning of this adventure had just sort of been assigned to the same team. You guys were maybe working together for a few months at that point. <sighs> Did they change his memory? That's what I'm wondering. But he's, he doesn't look like he's aged today. God damn. Well, thank you. I, you know, I moisturize, yeah. keep it tight. But I've seen, I've read the book. I've seen smaller versions of you. Right. Yeah. Hold on. I think I've still got a copy. Um, Let's just assume that I would have a copy of uh, the boy wizard and the frog and his frog pal. Yeah. Like, does he look young in that or has he always he looked He looks young age? in it. Yeah. Yeah. You can see my tail from when I was a tadpole. I don't I was... know enough about frogs to know. I mean, do you like regenerate? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I mean, well, I I never mentioned this, but when I spoke with Alexandrite, she mentioned that maybe I wasn't actually an orphan or a, a regular frog. I could have been made by Mothership. Made? She, Alexandrite was withholding of the truth, but she just floated it to me, and I almost... I was tempted to seek the answer, but that would have meant joining her, and I didn't want that. I mean, I'm glad you didn't. You'd be at the Me bottom too. of the ocean right now, and I'd be missing you. Right. I guess I'd be a cool octopus robot, which is kind of sick, objectively. Okay, but, it's sick, yeah. Totally. But I'm glad octopus I'm here. robot sounds fucking rad, Yeah. Man. Hey, all right. S- tell we, us about the other yeah. Sol Buffal, will why you? Don't we, why don't we... Take a moment here. Uh, why don't we all get something to eat? Uh, the three of us need a little bit of a rest. We need some food. We can't get back to our home tonight because there's enemies nearby and we can only get to the creek when it's safe. Right. Would you stop fucking telling people? <laughs> you see uh, Bumpy takes his uh, like gnarled staff and uh, goes and casts a spell. You see he casts Liamon's tiny hut. You see a little hut pop up, and he goes, Come on, intruders can't get us in here. We can camouflage it so they can't see us. Uh, so right. easy. I can start a little fire. I just did a flint. There's. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. Well, I can do it with like magic. Can you do it with magic? Or I can't do it. Well, I can. We don't it's... have time for this. Yeah. Science is <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, they go walk in. You see um, Petrie and Junior uh, start putting leaves on the outside of the hut just to kind of uh, cover it up. Uh, and as he goes to enter, uh, Bumpy whistles out into the forest. Pinochle! Pinochle, get back here. We're going inside, baby. Um, and you see <laughs> this little pot-bellied black dragon um, waddles out, <laughs> occasionally jumping up with little wings oh and gliding. Excuse me, Bumpy. Can I please hug your fucking dragon? Yeah, you can hug Pinochle if you want. <laughs> Fair warning. Pinochle kind of thinks he's a little pig because we trained him so that uh, he can find truffles and he <laughs> hung out with pigs a lot. You see Pinochle flaps over and just goes... <laughs> <laughs> it brings oh you brings God. you a little truffle. <laughs> Bumpy, I am so confused about how I could forget about you because you, my friend, are unforgettable. Hey, that's a, what I said about you, man. Oh. I don't know what's going on. Let's figure this out. All right, let's go inside. Um, you guys take Pinochle and Bumpy, um, Junior and um, <laughs> uh, Petrie, follow you guys in. I fully glom onto Pinochle. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in your lap. Could you stop making me love him so fucking much? Finds more truffles. <laughs> Where the hell are you finding these truffles, I'm really man? good at that. They're, they're, they're the, fucking everywhere. These I feed the truffles to Foster. <laughs> <laughs> Opens them. They just go in where the potions go. You think he's just storing them? Wow. 
He's That's not, he's not using those troubles the right way. <laughs> we can sell those for a tasty mint. Um, so you guys enter the hut, um, and though it is tiny on the outside, it opens to a modestly sized room that looks like a log cabin on the inside. Wow. Rather than being built of individual logs, this looks like this is inside a giant hollowed out tree stump. Ceiling mm -hmm. is about 10 feet high, light brown uh, color with rings. Uh, the walls are made of bark, and there's a magical warm hearth uh, with a rug in front of it and some rocking chairs. Nearby, there are bedrolls and an area for sleeping. You see Junior and Petrie go over and start making uh, supper over the fire. They toss in some crawfish and get a boil going. All right. Bumpy lights a pipe. Uh, it sits in the rocking chair. He gets kind of a serious look on his face as he uh, puffs on his pipe and he goes, Yeah, Saul, this ain't, this ain't the first time we met. Well, um, Saul gets out his journal and starts writing notes to tell me everything. All right. Well, last I saw you was about 30 some odd years ago. And you told me about how you were running away from Esri. You were being chased by some kind of mothership people. You ran into the living wood, knowing that they wouldn't follow you in here, but... Like most outsiders, you got into trouble with the local elves. Me and a few of my friends met you, and we struck up a friendship. We helped you get out of the forest and into the Iron Deep Mountains. But now you're saying Mothership got you back. Somehow, and... If what you're saying is true, it means that... Everything I knew... Everything that I thought was my life was somehow a lie. Last you told me, you were hired by Mothership to train up a squad of monks. But when you got there, there was no team for you to train. They just captured you and threw you in a tube and were doing some kind of weird experiments. Oh, but... but I just... I have friends. One friend in particular that I remember fondly and truly, and it, it, this can't be the case. I don't understand. Everything you're saying doesn't add up. I think, I think it's, maybe it wasn't you in the tube. Who, who would it have been? I guess, like, your father, or? Are you saying I'm like a, a clone? I mean, you were a child with Albie. Unless... No. Maybe Albie was lying and he's in on it? That that couldn't be the case. I, I don't want to believe that. Maybe you're right. I don't know what's true, but Callie, I really want to believe what you're saying. If they, if they caught you, maybe one of those experiments was cloning you. And you lived this last 30 years as true as you knew it. But it was all by their design. But why clone me? I'm just a frog. I'm nobody. Have you seen your gauntlet, Saul? Yeah, I mean, have you seen what you do? That's actually a really good point. Saul looks at Bumpy and says, Could the Saul you knew do this? Oh, I remember those, man. Yeah. 
Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Saul does a predator handshake with Bumpy with his gauntlets. I uh, uh, grabs your hand. Feels good, man. Feels good. Yeah. I was I was really rooting for you. We got you we got you out of the woods and into the Iron Deep Mountains. And um you had said that you had escaped out of some kind of test tube and you said you weren't you weren't going back. I think the Saul you knew might have been the closest thing to a dad that I'll ever have. Damn. Yeah, maybe I'm Saul Jr. Well, welcome slash congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, can I have hit of that pipe? Yeah. <laughs> Bumby uh, passes you the uh, pipe. Saul like nervously takes a puff <laughs> and you see like the vapor just explodes out of his pores. <laughs> Does that mean you're father could be in the Iron Deep Mountains. If yeah. he escaped from a tube, he might still be out there. Is Krugan up by Iron Deep? Krugan is in Iron Deep, and the Iron Deep Mountains are between the Living Wood and Iron Deep. So, I mean, I'm sure we could go try to find him. We've got a lot on our plate, but if there's a chance he's out there, I, I have to find him. I have to know more about what's happened to me, what's happened to us, I guess. If anyone can find out, it's Detective Calder <laughs> and Froxen. <laughs> oh, I feel like Watson. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. It's all silently gestures with his gauntlet. This guy's on the level. Can I, like, really, really, I want to stealthily say something to Calder because I don't want to upset Saul. Great. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'll say uh, Bumpy uh, takes a minute um, and uh, is talking to Saul. Yeah. I wonder if this means that there are more souls out there. Wow. If Ezri has other souls. What a world. <laughs> <laughs> a sweater in every color. <laughs> a sweater in every color. <laughs> I don't want to say it to him because I don't know if it would make him excited or scared or whatever. It feels like he has enough to grapple with right now. Yeah, But yeah. I'm like secretly hoping that totally. oh, it's, there's it's, a soul It's in a lot Eri. just to think about one. Yeah. <laughs> but I needed to talk about it with someone. Totally. <laughs> well, let's eat some truffles. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yeah, you guys eat some truffles. You see um, Junior and Petrie uh, finish up uh, uh, boiling the crawfish, um, make you guys some food. Uh, they pour you guys some um, crick water. Bumpy, this is maybe a weird request, but do you have anything that used to belong to my father me? <laughs> Daddy self. They used to belong to your dad, you. Let me, let you me look through my old bag. Uh, I got, you know, a lot of the people around here aren't too hospitable, so I'm known to uh, befriend a traveler or two here or there. Um, goes through uh, his bag. And um, Saul, what did the le little um, piece of metal that you have uh, say? It just said solemn. You see that he has a he has the other side of that nameplate. It says Bufo. Wow. Yeah, he had this like I guess ripped it off like the fucking test tube thing. Mm. Saul uh grips his hand around it. Thank you. You've you've given me something, and I hope that I can repay it even in a small fraction one day. 
Yeah, you just look after Pinochle, all right? <laughs> I'm like chasing him. <laughs> Do you have presents for anyone else? <laughs> we like to get treats. Interesting. <laughs> I gave you a place. I let you play with Pinochle. Yeah, well, Callie's holding him. Sort of answers about. I'm not letting Soul's go. life. <laughs> I heard yeah, a bunch of stuff you... clinking around in the bag. <laughs> Do I have anything clinking around in the bag? Let me do a. a Come on, Bumpy. Give God something. Look around. Um, do you want some super dirty leather armor? Or I have like a soiled shirt. Thank you, Bumpy. Hands you Bumpy's soiled shirt. <laughs> Bumpy's soiled shirt does sound like a magic item. Yeah, it sounds like something you'd get in WoW. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does that do that's uh, negative two to charisma? Yeah. <laughs> It makes you stink. <laughs> Say thank you and I love you, please. I'll repay you someday, Bumpy. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, what brings this version of you to the living wood, Saul? I don't know that we ever established why y'all are here. Oh, right. Yeah, it was kind of a, a weird, rapid introduction. Um, well, we're here because the Greens stole something important from us. Something incredibly dangerous. What did, what did they steal from you? Uh, it was an egg. An egg? One from the Feywild. Yeah, it wasn't like a breakfast egg. It was like a different kind of egg. <laughs> it was, it yeah, it wasn't, wasn't like a chicken a egg, because that wouldn't be no. that big a deal at all. Not no. from a chicken no. that we know of. <laughs> all right. Interesting. Interesting Honestly, theory, actually. We have about as many questions about this egg as you have about Sol. All right. right. We think the egg might be what caused that storm. Or maybe whatever hatched from it. Okay. I I kind of did see what happened. What? Oh, um. We just saw tell. the aftermath, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, we were... We left the creek to come out here because we were tracking the fake voids to kind of try to find out what they were up to. And we followed them when they made their attack on... Periwinkle's fort. Now, I don't know exactly what they did because I had to kind of keep my distance. Um, but the whole thing played out in less than a minute. And I mean, they just fucking toasted these guys. I mean, everybody the was just voids. the fake voids toasted everybody. They went in. I saw some kind of smoke. It almost looked like dragon's breath. And Periwinkle was a fucking adult blue dragon. He does not have a very intimidating name, but he was an intimidating guy. And he went from full dragon to a fucking fossil in a second. That's yeah. not good. Definitely not a chicken egg. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. What do you know about Oberon? Oh. Oh, you talking about the Green Lord? Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the Green Lord. We think that this egg is of his machinations. Yeah, we got a a, a guy at the creek, uh, Cordon the Gold, who uh, wrote a wrote a book about him. Oh yeah, we perused that in a spider's library. Ser- serpents and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your spider library. We got those at the creek sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, we got a couple libraries, but one of them has some spiders in it. Some of them are librarians. Other others are just spiders. Yeah, Oberon roams the beast lands. Yeah, our uh, our Mimas has has traveled there. We got some of the best druids 
You've been to the Beastlands. Oh, me? No, not me personally. I, I would say Oberon is like a acquaintance of a friend. That's better That's than anything we got. That's crazy, though. That's pretty good. I just read a mythological story, and he's your fucking acquaintance of a friend. <laughs> he's my acquaintance of a friend, kind of, yeah. He has, so like, cool. a terraforming, reshaping reality arrows. <laughs> you see Junior and Petrie shake their heads. He's exaggerating. <laughs> so it's, you're saying you could, like, get us on an email thread with him? Uh, yeah, he, to do, like, a wiffle ball league or something. He's kind of on, I would say, he's very much about nature and is just kind of one of those guys. Calliope okay. does not press whether or not Bumpy knows this. She fully buys that he knows it. <laughs> Bumpy, I think this is going to be really forward, but, like, we have a bit of business here still but we really need to know more about these eggs. And if you have people that know more, would you take us to the crick so we can talk to them? We'll be super cool. I'll be so <laughs> cool. Bumpy looks at Petrie and, um, and Junior and goes, they said they'll be cool. <laughs> and they just shake their heads. God, Bumpy, come on, man. Um, and Bumpy goes, well... I would love to take you all to the crick, but it's not that simple. The crick, you don't really find the crick, the crick finds you. And now I'm not even supposed to tell you this much, but I got my old friend Saul Buffo here. That's right. Or his son self of his daddy's <laughs> self. Right, yes. Right. You, you, we we kind of know what's going on. <laughs> anyway, the crick is almost, it's, it's hidden. It's kind of like a demiplane. It's not unlike going to the Wild. But instead of having a regular gate where you could just kind of go in, there are druids hidden in the forest that you can find, or more more likely they find you, and the gates sort of shift and they can kind of invite you in. And that's a reason that despite our bad reputation, we still wear the black masks, because then other creek elves can see us and then we can get back home. Because... Right now, we're not 100% sure how to get back home. And I wouldn't be surprised if a few of our comrades got fried in that storm. Oh, no. Because I know we went in to investigate and got pretty fucked up. I would have to assume somebody, you know, polymorphed as a chipper bunk or something, probably would have went in and maybe got offed. Right. So. But I will tell you, someday I'll get back to the creek. So, so this storm is like bad stuff. Well, okay. So you think Oberon is is kind of doing the storm? Yeah, yeah, because when I was a young kid, I'm just going to give it to you all right now. When I was a young kid, I talked to a sunflower, really <laughs> cute sunflower. <laughs> um, and she was like, whose side are you on? And I was like, the wild, of course. Oh, and then yeah. uh, I saw sunflowers here, and I think Oberon represents the wild, and Wah. I might have made sort of like an otherworldly pact with, Wah. in some way, in my uh, agreeing to be on the side of the wild. And then also I've got this duck Wah. who seems to protect us from it. So I'm like really the duck fucking protects confused. you from it? Yeah. He shoots laser beams. <laughs> <laughs> Foster, fuck. shoot a laser beam. It <laughs> just doesn't shoot a laser beam. Just once again hides his feet. All right, Foster, find truffles. What? Okay, but he doesn't have any bones. He doesn't have any bones. Look, look at this. Yeah, here. Yeah, I punch him real quick. He doesn't have any bones. Uh, yeah, he squishes. Um, Bumpy uh, is gonna do uh, a nature check 
on um, on Foster here. Ooh. Can I give him like the help action yeah. by really showing off every <laughs> nook and cranny of Foster? Yeah, uh, he starts uh, flipping him. <laughs> Foster just goes with it. Uh, <laughs> if you lift oh, up his wings, it smells a little bit. Careful, he's full of potions. Yeah, this is um. This is some Beastland stuff here. This from the Beastland. What? Whoa, Foster! You didn't tell Foster. us. Foster, we <laughs> thought that you were made in a fucking lab. <laughs> you from the fucking Beastland? Were you trying <laughs> to tell us the whole time? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the the kind of you see uh, squeezes Foster. The fact that he kind of can't get hurt hints at the Beastlands to me. Because <sighs> it's 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 almost like an unending hunting ground with giant monsters. So oh, wow. it also can be sort of, it's like another plane, but it can also sort of be an afterlife. So like maybe hey. like a lion will come out and just like eat a deer, but then out of the deer's wounds, just like another fucking fully formed deer will just like dive so, out. Calliope okay. is like trying to hide a small hyperventilation about how much <laughs> she wants to go to the Beastland. <laughs> Again, friend of an acquaintance to a friend. <laughs> You're exaggerating, Bumpy. God damn it! I don't know how to process all this, but Foster, come here. I love you more <laughs> every single fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> so rad. Uh, Callie is just covered in familiars right now. <laughs> <laughs> familiars and truffles and laser beams. <laughs> You're just like the person at a party who's on the floor with a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, <laughs> that's that honestly. Is me actually in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to fill you in even further, apparently all the dragons are having a summit. And we think chances are good. Yeah. Have you heard about this? Because it's about you. You see, as soon as you guys bring up the summits, Petrie and Junior give each other a little look. Mm. And um, we saw uh, that. Hey, Petrie, Junior, what's going on? <laughs> we. Uh, God damn it. Come closer. You're hanging all right, all right. Petrie, Junior, yeah. can we all just real quick sort of all put our weapons down and just do a big group hug? Because I feel yeah. like there's some trust missing. Let's huh. clear the air. We've uh, made breakthrough <laughs> with Bumpy, and it just it feels like... Bumpy is all breakthrough. Bumpy is all breakthrough. <laughs> we're supposed to be hospitable, I know, but we're also supposed to not get ourselves fucking killed. Okay. All right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm I apologize. I'm going to open my arms. <laughs> I apologize. I, apparently, we know the frog's <laughs> dad self, so... Yeah, there's a cooler version of me somewhere in the somewhere. world, and yeah. you know him. All right. Here, As let Calder me do... opens his arms, I uh, I perform a trust fall into them. <laughs> now your turn, Petrie Petri. saves you from falling into the fire. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, but where did you go? Holy shit. Callie, you're supposed to fall towards me. <laughs> towards me. <laughs> uh, yeah, they step in front of him and then fall flat forward. <laughs> they come in and, uh, yeah, they, they give you guys a hug. All right, all right. Yeah, all right. okay. Y'all are being open with us, so we'll be open with you. We did intercept a messenger that was talking about this summit, and we're thinking about going down to it. Problem is, is now that we've come upon this storm, we do think we need to maybe hike north and kind of try to find a way back to the creek to warn people that, mm. you know, danger, danger might be coming to them. You also might want to tell this cordon the gold that we think it might have to do with Oberon. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. We can, we can cover you guys at the summit. We'll represent your interests. We'll right. take yeah. any information we can. 
We are going there to try to get this egg back. That's why we are going to the summit. We are trying to get the egg that caused all this calamity. Um, you see uh, Bumpy slaps his hands together and goes, Well, fuck it. I mean, we don't need all three of us to go back to the creek to send a message. I can come along. That's right. Oh, yeah. My, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm so glad you're coming. And I walk past him to Pinochle. knuckle <laughs> poker face, man. You gotta, <laughs> I turned to Peach Jr. Are you? are you sure it'd be okay if Bumpy came? One of you could come with us if you wanted. Nah, we're good. Although <laughs> Bumpy's probably going to take you guys to the fucking creek. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you in a couple days, I guess. God damn it. Um. You, you do see um, Bumpy is kind of like puffing on his pipe, uh, and he does uh, look thoughtful. All right, so your duck, you said, was protecting you from the storm. Yeah, yeah. it was giving us like a laser bath. Interesting. Well, Oberon is an interesting character, to be sure. He's a hunter, so... This sort of attack on us, this storm, I don't know that we should be thinking of it as some, you know, grand prophecy come to life. Maybe we need to think of it more like a game. Hmm. Oh. Like a game to prove our worth? Yeah, kinda. I mean, if Oberon wanted to kill everyone, he wouldn't have buried some fucking eggs that come up and, and hatch. He's, oh, you're right. So it's like a he's, test. He's it's like school. I was really good at school. Yeah. <laughs> maybe these eggs signify like the beginning of the hunt. Yeah. I think he kind of him planting these seeds for humanoids to essentially destroy themselves. It, it, it kind of seems like some Feywild bullshit for Feywild sure. Fuckery. Oh, can I can God. I actually amend something I said to you though because I want you to come with us with full understanding of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. When I said we're going to try to retrieve the egg, this storm and what you just said makes me think that actually we're going to the summit to retrieve what's hatched from the egg, which is going to be way different than just going to try and pilfer an egg. Right, yeah. No, I figured, yeah, like I said, I saw it from a distance, but yeah, I saw the whole fort blow up, so I assume <laughs> something bad's coming. We're gonna get you a track jacket, though. <laughs> I think you, you guys Honestly, need to get yourselves though, some new track oh, jackets yeah. after the um, acid rain. No, Goliath. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with this one? Yeah, they just Can need Calliope, a little TLC. Can uh, like, summon a bunch of, like, water for us to look at and look in her own reflection at yeah. her distressed track jacket? Oh, it's very proudly. distressed. <laughs> Literally acid wash. <laughs> Age to perfection. <laughs> okay, well, Bumpy, if you're going to come with us, we'd kind of talked about going now because we wanted to sort of, like, scout out the grounds of the summit before... Mm-hmm. It commenced. Yeah, and our friend has a very specific bedtime ritual, so we gotta like really prepare the mess. That's also true. (laughs) It's gonna. I'm gonna need a lot of help tonight, actually. (laughs) Okay, you have like insomnia, or (laughs) we're not sure, but maybe. He just like we're trying. He's just has bad dreams. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hear that. All right. Well. Why don't we why don't we get going then? Um 
right. get closer because the, the summit is tomorrow. So we might want to pack up. And uh, Petra and Junior, you might want to do the same. You probably want to get to the Crick uh, and let them know about this storm and oh. whatnot. If, if you're going back to the, the Crick, you might want to let them know what happened to Shroomrat too. Uh, because the Greens and the Blues launched a full-scale attack on Shroomrat. Yeah, and specifically we saw them dragging him away and they were saying like that they are tr- going to try and like torture him to try and find out how to get to the Crick. I don't know yeah. how recently you've had like connection with him, but... it's I, I have not talked to Shroomrot in a long time. I don't know when the last time you would have talked to a, a Void Elf was, but I, I will say Shroomrot does know how the, how the Crick works. Okay. okay. But there are... You know, their system's built in place to protect it, but if they go around and just start fucking dispelling magic on animals and stuff, they, they might kick in be trees. able to find us kicking trees and whatnot. Okay. So that's definitely a little bit of a ticking clock. But also, Shroomrot's a, Shroomrot's a beast. He'll, he'll hold out for a long time, and okay. we'll, we'll try to send, send some help. I mean, yeah, maybe if we can get this... I guess I should stop calling it an egg if we could get this creature. Maybe mm. we could use or ally with the creature to try and get Shroomrot right. out of right. whatever well, pressure if, situation. If Shroomrot's in trouble, along with all the other things, we got to tell our Mima figuring out how to help Shroomrot will be one of them. Mm-hmm. There's okay. so much going on. I think we just got to really hope and trust in everyone's ability. All right. Turns to uh, Petrie and um, Junior who uh, nod. uh, Calliope gives like a really limp, trying not to be desperate smile, being like, so um, who's going to get the Leoman's tiny hut? Is it going (laughs) to come with us or? Well, good question, Callie. (laughs) You made it really fucking weird, but (laughs) Bumpy casted it. So it's Bumpy's. So you. All right. Oh. I was gonna yeah. say you guys could have it, but if Bumpy, if it's, <laughs> yeah. if it's Bumpy's, no, yeah, I, I was gonna suggest that you guys could take it. Yeah, but we were, all were gonna you gonna we suggest should. that? Do you uh, do you know how to cast it? I, that, is that presumptuous to ask? I don't know how to cast it. Um, okay, I'm a ranger. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys should totally have it, but if only yeah, if only Bumpy has it, then it'll I guess it'll just you know yeah, how to build it's a just has to be yours, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, you're probably I'm just gonna, gonna need you. to build a lean. I'm gonna to. miss you, Petrie. Uh, <laughs> All right, miss you too, Junior. Right. We'll okay. Yeah. Until we meet again. You sure you don't want the hut? <laughs> you can yeah, have. I feel hug. bad. You guys should take it. <laughs> we literally can. <laughs> um, Petrie and Junior uh, leave the hut right. and go off. See you very soon. Guys. <laughs> Leave the light Bumpy, on. be fucking careful, <laughs> goddammit. Uh, they go off. Wow, those guys are paranoid. <laughs> What's their deal? <laughs> I could see it cracking, though. We were getting through they, to them. When I almost fun. fell in the fire Listen, and he caught me, that was kind of like a it sneak It definitely did not want you to die. That, that much is true. There was this goblin who like really hated us for a while, and we won him over. And he's, he really loves us now. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he loves we us actually, now. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah, that's guys. True. All right, well... Um, <laughs> 
If you guys want to pack up the hut, uh, we can get heading off towards Olaverix's old lair and yeah. get to the summit before okay. it happens. Now, okay. um, yeah. my friend is a wizard, and he's telling me about the spell. Basically, to break it down, you kind of just destroy it, and then you resummon it, right? So it's cool if we just, like, kind of let out some rage. Yeah, if you guys want to just oh, freak out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to go stand outside, because I feel like we haven't known each other that long, and I don't want to see you in this uh, situation. all goes to a support beam, and... Summons his gauntlets and screams, Who am I? <laughs> Calliope takes out her sword and swings at <laughs> and swings at a piece of furniture and she's like, Glenn! Fucking Glenn! God, you're so charismatic! Calder, get in on this. Um, Calder swings his sword at the beam and says, I'm afraid to go to sleep! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this hut! You guys absolutely destroy Bumpy Stump. Um, and uh, you guys see it disenchants as it would collapse. For a second, you're like, oh shit, the, the ceiling is going to collapse on us and we're going to die. I'd have like, put like, a couple fiery smites into it. Yeah. Uh, I want to see it burn. Uh, and after I turn it, on the oven. Yeah, after, you guys get the gas going. Get the gas going. Throw, throw, some shirt, throw some shirts on top of it. We run out of it and jump commit, as a fireball. Commit arson. Slow motion. And jump out of bumpy stump. Damn, that was insane. <laughs> Welcome to the new saw, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys jump out of the stump. Um, you guys see uh, bumpy <laughs> wild shapes into a horse with a beautiful bowl cut. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. I love that for you. I tentatively put a begin to mount the horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's why I became a horse. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I would have became something else <laughs> if, if it wasn't okay to ride. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I, um, I, I would love to so mount hop you. on, it'll be just like old times, oh, man. I'm so excited to get to know you all over again. Oh, Saul, I'm so excited to get to know you all over again, too. All right, dibs on front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, called it. Oh. Uh, I whispered to Cald- Calder, I'm like, okay, I think we need to be gentler with this one than we were with the scooter. Okay, yeah, so we're not dragging the bottom. That would be very bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Bumpy begins to plod along very slowly <laughs> with all three of you on his back. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> uh, uh, as you guys head towards the summit uh, where Glenn will be unveiling his plan, and that's where we'll end our session. Oh, man. Wow, oh, wow. (laughs) We riding bumpy now. (laughs) You guys are riding bumpy. Uh, All right, guys. Uh, You can listen to us talk about uh, this episode over on our Patreon. Uh, That's patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Excuse me. Uh, Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? I'd like to plug Pinochle. Pinochle. (laughs) I'll plug Pinochle and also our new YouTube channel. Whoa. Oh, yeah. We got Dungeon Court. Dungeon Court just posted last week. So check it out. Subscribe for future video Dungeon Court. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And we will also have bonus case uh, videos over on the Patreon. That's right. That's right. Bonus case video on the Patreon. So check that out. 
Yeah. If you ever wanted to know what kind of shirts we wear, that's the place to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm wearing a hat last week. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tune in for that one, folks. <laughs> uh, that's a big spoiler. I mean, I feel like people can pay <laughs> yeah. to find that out. There's Dungeon a little spoilers. prop work with the hat. <laughs> there is. There is. Um, I would love to go ahead and plug uh, some stuff from our P.O. box, if that's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I'm just going to focus on these names, because otherwise I'm going to fall apart after those revelations. <laughs> Alex K. sent me a nice note uh, and a dice uh, that never rolls well except for goofs. <laughs> truly, truly cannot wait to test that out. Thank you, Alex, and good luck on your mission. Uh, J. Marshall Smith sent us a collection of his zines and a collection of comics he wrote and illustrated called Solace County. It looks absolutely gorgeous, um, and I really can't wait to read it. Uh, thank you so much. Let's see, Gabby of Gabby's Little Creatures LLC sent us some small figurines they made. They also wanted to shout out their sister, M, at M Knappenberger, who is a writer and editor. Dang, talented family. Wow. Let's see, a couple more here. Paul W. sent us a beautiful miniature scene they painted. It depicts Beatrix and Laverick's last stand. Oh, oh yeah, it's very cool. Awesome. This yeah. is our bookshelf. Serendipitous, because we're like about to go there. Holy oh, yeah. shoot. Um, oh, they also included a uh, write-up for an enchanted artifact called The Glittering Flame that was inspired by Selene from Campaign 1. Whoa, hell yeah. Which is really rad. Uh, and Murph agreed off mic that we can use it in this campaign. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really huge of him. Um, let's see. Chris H. sent us a copy of that weird Hobbit cover. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. I love having that again. Yeah. It's been a long time. Let's see. Uh, Armadon the Only sent us a copy of uh, Ray Winninger's Underground, a cyberpunk RPG set in the far off future of 2021. Wow. Yeah. It looks awesome. Can you imagine? Yeah. Real crunchy. Major real shout crunchy. out for that name, too. I've always liked it. Armadon the Only. Armadon the yeah. Only. Yeah. Sick. Were there others? No. I, I want to know. <laughs> and then <laughs> Tucker. Let's <laughs> a copy of Sextrology. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> this is Great bit. Great bit. You know, today is my anniversary. Right? <laughs> Tucker knew. Yeah. Tucker said, do not read this shout out until anniversary. <laughs> um, Tucker will be taking your anniversary. Yeah, so. uh, what's very funny is that Tucker also sent us a, a Super Mario Adventure book. And I think that is just like the wildest collection of books you could yeah, send. Yeah, Sextrology. <laughs> yeah, you guys are ruining my bookshelf. Goddamn. Tucker has duality. That's how. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna give a, a little shout out to Tucker. Uh, I'm gonna plug Tucker this week. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna make that. <laughs> no, no, no. It was on the table for everyone. Yeah. I avoided. <laughs> Uh, and with that, uh, you can follow us all on social media that we may or may not use at chmurfsme, at Caldy's Caldwell, at AXWordsEmily, and at Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N A D D P O D. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. It's the end of the show, everyone, and you know what that means. It's time to shout out our benevolent council of elders. I'm talking about Brad D, Jeff S, Hugh C, Later McSkater, Matt M, Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Daniel G, Dylan B, who would like to wish Kate a happy birthday. You're awesome to have as a friend and a player. Dungeon Mama, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P, Michael McD, Vincent W, Mr. Cole, Victor T, Balnor's Boy Forever, Dominic P, Andrew B, Justin I, Ragnar Fairwind, TJM, Chele the Cray, Jared E, Christopher B, Danielle R, Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, 
the head chef at a little place called Manjas. Richard X Machina, Michael L, Taylor S, Callum L, Jack L, Sam L. We got a lot of L's in that stretch. Nicholas C, Thatiator, Le Gladiator, Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E. Way cooler than angry wheat. Ouch. Adam G, Tyler F, Faust the Feisty, Panama James, Andrew the Bard, nope, sorry, just Andrew the Druid here, Adrian the Halfling Bardificer, Calder's Other Helm, which is possessed by the spirit of El Che Guevara, Captain Sigil, Diana de los Lopez, CC Lulu, Heracule Poirot, the rabbit folk detective, Timmy R, Crackaholic, Lucas B, Reiko, it's Kevin, Calder's Cold, come, hashtag rise my comrades, spread the camaraderie, New York, Taylor B, the vengeful one-winged angel, Cass, skateboard, Cass, Stephen C, Mike K, Lady Taco, Brian G, Joy T, Nara, Jake L, Nick W, Brave the Badger, Agnity of the NADPOD Discord, that's discord.gg slash NADPOD, Foster the Boneless Duck, Aaron the Asshole Ranger, Big Beardo the Mad, Eric McD, Giant Monsters on the Horizon, Galad Roselle the White Rose of Galateron, Christian A, Jade Dragonborn, Joro the Inappropro, Liam D, the Sandrian, Ben A, Feldonis, John the Third, Dave H, Vivian, Koala Bear, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Rebecca G, Dustin S, Connor F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookfire's assistant Izzy F, Wood Elf Theron, who is desperately trying to fix his oath bow, Catacy, Kelsey J, Pork Chop, Misa of House Inzunza, Ariel, the occasional mermaid, Chris S, the purveyor of the ultimate blend of Butterfinger BBs and the Vervain Elixir, Selena and Velociraptor, B. Perky Always, Pat L, Achutha A, Lauren H, Ryan S, The Bone Duster, Annie M, The Crochet Crafty Queen, ooh, good for you, The Charming Fluff, Rubit Crisp, Telekitty Creations Fan Illustrator, I mean, you know what I'm going to say right here, I want to see Pinochle the Pop Belly Pig, Ploops, Carly Ann, Addie K, West Therian, a random NPC with a funny voice, AP Cleric, Laurie P, those who love and give where they can, Murph, the Nerf mascot, Grant L, Connor Savage, Christopher J, Pebblepot, why are dragons amazing musicians? Because they know their scales, Salil, Leviathan, BioQuart7, Remington CD, Amber Dextrous, Kai the Ham Sandwich. <laughs> I think I've read that one before, but it really hit me in a funny way right now. Sullivan H. Trub Hop Dropper. Sydney T. Jack H. Strong Caldwell Conspiracy Theorist. Fandere, She Wolf of Winter. Garble the Moist. Lindsay W. Juicy Kiwi featuring Murph's laugh after Caldwell called Shane's murderer a jerk. Champ Wild. Valen. Beep. 
Barbarian Bastard Baby of Brian and Brennan. Carlin C. Stan the Dragon Man, holder of too many bags. Emily S. Inuti. Inutiare and Captain. Inutiare and Captain Codes, the coolest people ever. Harry Cox, Noah the Bagel of all things, Justin L. Tori, Levi L. Pendergreens, Pungent Pudding, hashtag CCC, hashtag Slang and Rope. Owen T. Bunny, Marcos P. Pup Kalish, Jordan P. Learns the Balance Druid, Dakota JP, Frida M. Pagos, Self-Proclaimed Faye. Prince, Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian, Friar Frizzit, Andy E, Dina S, Holly Hyena, Kristen Z, the I will use what you love against you DM, chilling, Leah C, Paige H, Helen of Briz, May B, Pixel Stars, Akash T, Kristen with a K, Cal, just Cal, Commodore Galaxy, Edison N, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, Neos, the novice monster hunter, our new friend Simon, we all had a crazy shared dream and he was in it too, we sang one big bed, it was nice and weirdly familiar, Patrick, Lorelai Frost, Mike, the adorkable bike, <laughs> okay, Morgan M, a Peeling Sticker, Stephen E, Sydney and Andrew L, Mr. Adams, Meg, the mail carrier of Bohemia, James F, Captain Cappy, M4L, Wayfarer, currently in a trademark dispute with Mothership over the patent of the SS Storm Bjorn, Andrew B, Cope Fresh, Barpo, Good Barrel, Barbarian and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep, Welshlinder, Garrett G, One Big Curd, Eric M, Mr. D, Sean J, Mr. Sillyhead, Ethan B, Monster Captain Renee S, Hop the Dancing Rabbit, Hope's Dagger, the only dagger of hope, Olivia the Enchanting Bard, who will totally be making Monday and a grand novel off of the Duck Team Tales with an on the go, all the stop show, Blue Slade the Artificer, Michaela R, Riley S. Sir Sig 93. FICO. Angry Wheat, who is getting called out in these shoutouts, by the way. It may not be Christmas, but it's the game itself on a shelf. Tony G. Corbo's Calamitous Cumshot. Hashtag CCC Forever. Sorry, Jake. Josh H. Jack the Jack's Jinxing Rogue in Search of Bohemia's Biggest balls a horse killed by hard one mango empanadas temidar i'm back baby told you i'm the best pip in the dead rented mules mystical mustelloidea trogdor the burninator clementine t caleb l obi kwan simone birdlife m pixie the kelpie Dwonder. The bullywog bartender at a little place called Manjas. Kentrip Dumbledore, the bear onesie wearing barbarian with a bad back. Ooh, a lot going on there with Cantrip Dumbledore. Papa Wookie, MJ, the BFG drinking tea by the sea. Camden L, Ducky, Samantha K, a big 
Squid, welcome to the fold. What a name. And of course, Cronus Maximus. That's it. Those be the benevolent council of elders. We love you so much. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Goodbye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>